Okay, Beruchim Abba'im Nabotai. Wednesday, Baal Hag is Tehillim. We do one chapter uh, in each session. We don't do it justice, obviously. These chapters need, uh, you know, many, many hours. But nonetheless, to get a flavor of each uh, Perek. The impetus of these Shi'urim was from Dr. Rafi Meddeb to memorialize his mother, the Tzadiket, uh, today uh, we are going to learn the chapter as well. Uh, dedicated by one of our members that's present this morning, as always, Mr. Jonathan Cohen, Yishmine Wael, whose grandfather passed away yesterday, Dad Levaya. And therefore, it is appropriate to make this shi'ud as well. Amen. Now, Rabotai, we have a uh, an exception that we're going to make today. We have Hanukkah coming tomorrow night. Uh, I know that according to our records we are holding in chapter Chaf Aleph. Uh, I'm sorry to tell you, I was not able to find any explicit allusions in chapter Chaf Aleph to Hanukkah. So I did the easy thing, and I went to chapter Lamed, which we're going to do today, which is the chapter actually that we read on Hanukkah. We read it at the time of the lighting of the menorah, and we also read it according to many customs and communities uh, in Shaharit. So therefore, we are going to read Mizmor, Shir, Hanukkah, Tabayit, Le David. Now, let's just get a cursory understanding of the chapter. Uh, it's Hanukkah, Tabayit, Le David. Rashi says that this was the Mizmor that should be said at the time of the Hanukkah, Tabayit at the time of the inauguration ceremony of the Beit HaMikdash. Of course, David wasn't there. Uh, the Hakamim tell us he wasn't able to build the Beit HaMikdash physically, for whatever reasons. Uh, according to one Hazal, if David would have built the Mikdash, it would never have been destroyed. And that wouldn't have been good for Klai Yisrael, because if we make sins, at least God could take away the Beit HaMikdash and spare the people. So instead, it was built by Shilomo. However, Hazal say that because David wished it and he willed it, it's considered as if he built it. So therefore, Mizmor Shir Hanukkah Tabay Le David. David gets the credit. Hashav La'asot Mitzvah. If a person thought to do a mitzvah and wasn't able to do the mitzvah, Ma'ale Ve'katuf Ki'ilu Asa'ah. It's as if he did it. Therefore, it's the Hanukkah Tabay Le David. He gets the credit. He did have a presence, however, uh, at the actual Hanukkah Tabay. There was uh, a lot of uh, antagonists that David Melech had. And uh, they said, the reason why you're not building the Beit HaMikdash is because you made the sin of Bathsheba. So therefore they said, you know, you deserve it. And uh, when the Beit HaMikdash was finally being inaugurated, the doors of the Beit HaMikdash were not open. The doors of the Hechal remained shut. And Shalom HaMelech started to make all sorts of prayers and the doors weren't opening. And there was a delay in the, in the inauguration. 
until David Amelech said, Ba'avur David Avdecha, Meshichecha, don't do it in my zikhut, do it in the zikhut of my father. And over someone that Shalomon mentioned David Amelech's name, the doors opened. At that point, all the enemies of David, their face turned black like the bottom of a, uh, a pot that's on the fire. Because they realized that the Beit HaMikdash actually is being inaugurated in the zikhut of David. They claimed that David couldn't build the Beit HaMikdash because he did the sin of Bathsheba. And now you see on the contrary, that when the Beit HaMikdash was actually inaugurated, it was only completed because of the zikhut of David. And that's why if you look at the next basuk, the basuk says, Aromimcha Adonai ki dilitani. Some of the Mepharshim say, simply it means, I praise you God, I'll exalt you ki dilitani, because you lifted me. Velo simachta oibayli, and you did not allow my enemies to rejoice. He's referring to the time of the inauguration. You lifted me up, and the enemies that were saying that it's my fault that I did a sin, that's why I couldn't build the Beit HaMikdash. On the contrary, you see at the time of the inauguration, the doors of the Beit HaMikdash opened because of me. That's why it says, Ki Dilitani. Dilitani Rimlashon Delet. I praise you God, Ki Dilitani, because the Delatot, the, the doors of the Beit HaMikdash, Open because of me. Therefore, my enemies were not able to rejoice. They realized that it was because of David that Beit HaMikdash was ultimately uh, inaugurated. Now, the oddity of this chapter is that besides these first two Pesukim, nothing else in the chapter talks about the Beit HaMikdash or the Hanukkah Abayit. The rest of the chapter talks about the ills of David Amelech. Sounds like he was sick, or maybe he had some personal misfortune or struggles. Adonai Yeruhai, Shivati Elecha, I was praying to you, Matirpaeni, and you cured me. Okay, I don't know, we, we, we made a left turn over here. A second ago, we were in Yerushalayim. We were at the Hanukkah Tabayit. We were in a very, very uh, beautiful part of Jewish history. And all of a sudden, now we're in the hospital. Barmenan. Adonai Yeruhai, God, I was praying to you, and you healed me. My soul was in a very low place, was in Sheol. Could be after the sin of Bathsheba, David thought he's going to go to Gehinnam. Sheol nafshi. But you gave me life. Instead of falling into the pit, the pit of Gehinnam, you lifted me out, and you gave me life. Therefore, let the Hasidim, the Sadiqim, praise God, sing to God, and give thanks. God's anger lasts only for a moment. The Yisurin that the Tzadik has is temporary. The anger of God is rega. However, God ultimately wants the life of his uh, servants. Although when we go to sleep, the tzaddik says he goes to sleep crying. But he wakes up, there's joy. So again, uh, I, don't, I don't know what happened over here to this chapter. I'm trying to make sense of it. We went from the Beit HaMikdash to talking about somebody getting sick, somebody going to Gehinnam, but Allah will take you out of Gehinnam, but Allah will heal you. David Amir continues. Vani amarti b'shalvi. I thought I would never fall. I said, I can never fall. I'll always be on top. But that's not the case. 
It wasn't in my control. HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world. Adonai Bersonecha He'emata l'hadar yoz You established the strength. Hestata panecha When you take your, your face away from the person, when you take your divine countenance away, Hestata panecha you conceal yourself, Aiti nivhal. The person becomes confused. And therefore, at the time of confusion, I call out to you in Tefillah, and I say to you, God, what's the benefit if you take my blood? What's the profit to you if you take my blood? If I die and go to the grave, can I praise you from the grave? Can I thank you from the grave? Can I speak your truth from the grave? Shema Adonai v'choneni, God, listen to me and have mercy. Adonai e'ozerli, be my aid. Hafakta mispedi, you turned my time of mourning lemaholli, to a time of mahol, to a time of dance, to a time of happiness. Betachta saki, v'ta'azirin simcha. Yaman yizamercha chabod, now my neshama can praise you, v'lo yidom sakna be quiet, Adonai Elohai, God, I will be eternally grateful and thankful. I will always give thanks to you forever. Well, this is an unbelievable chapter here, Rabbi So we need to try to make sense of it. In order to make sense of it, we need to really make sense of the Hag uh, of Hanukkah itself. If it was up to me, I uh, I would not have named the holiday Hanukkah. To be honest, they didn't ask me. I was not on the uh, the committee that decided the name. I would have called it uh, Hagamenorah. Hagamenorah. That's more appropriate. But after all, that is the mitzvah of Hanukkah, the lighting of the menorah. Uh, Hanukkah. The word Hanukkah is referring to Hanukkah Tamizbeach. I'm well aware of what I. In the times of the second Mitzvah Mikdash, the Greeks came in and they put Avodah Zarah on the Mizbeach. And the Mizbeach, the altar was defiled. We cannot deny that. And when the Hashem came in, they re-established uh, uh, the Mizbeach. Like it says, if we, if we knew it Lecha, they cleaned out the Hechal from all the Avodah Zarah, v'tiharut Mikdashecha. And part of the Tara process was they had to rebuild the Mizbeach. And we say that in the Ma'asur, Hanukkah Mizbeach, no problem. But that's not, but, but, but that's not the holiday that we're celebrating. We're not celebrating Hanukkah Mizbeach. We're celebrating the lighting of the Menorah. They told us in first grade they found the Pachshemin, and it was only enough for one night, and they lit it for eight. So call the holiday Hagam Menorah. Now you want to also tell me Derech Agav. By the way, Rabbi, don't forget they also did the Mizbeach. I have no problem with that. But why is the holiday specifically called Hanukkah, which means the dedication of the Mizbeah? This is the uh, this is the real question. So, in order to to understand this, I saw over here from the Admor from Slanum, the Slanum Rabbi. He has a uh, he has a beautiful piece. He starts with the Gemara that we know in Shabbat. The Gemara says, "My Hanukkah. What's Hanukkah? The Tanur Rabbanan on the twenty fifth day of Kislev. That's the days of Hanukkah. 
eight days, שנכנסו יוונים להיכל, when the יוונים came into the hechal, תמאו כל השמנים, they defiled all the oils. וכשגברה מלכות בית חשמונאי, when בית חשמונאי rose up, ונסחום, and they defeated them, בדקו ולא מצאו אלא פח אחד של שמן. They found one פח שהיה מונח בחותמו של כהן גדול. And there was only enough for, to light one, and it lasted for eight. Now listen to the Gemara's language. לשנה אחרת, the next year, קבעו ועשאום ימים טובים. The next year. Interesting. It took the rabbis a year to decide whether they're going to uh, uh, establish Hanukkah or not. Why didn't they make it the first year? They should have said, Rabotai, a miracle happened. Mark this day on your calendar, 25th of Kislev. Nes Gadol Hayasham, Nes Gadol Hayapor. And therefore, mark your calendars. Everybody has to know this is going to be Hanukkah Ledore Dorot. They said, no. The Shana Acheret. They waited a year later. And then they got up and said, Rabotai, you remember last year on the 25th of Kislev? We decided we're going to make it a, a permanent holiday. Esther Admor, what happened? What happened over here? And especially that you see the Gemara does not mention one word about the Mizbeah. The Gemara says, my Hanukkah, which is, which is so odd. It calls the holiday Hanukkah. And what does it say? Bach Shemin. My Hanukkah. Oh, my Hanukkah. I would have said, my Hanukkah, Hanukkah the Mizbeah. That's like asking, my menorah, asu Hanukkah the Mizbeah. You're asking one question, you're giving a different answer. Patah be'bekad v'siyim be'abit. So, we explain it like this. There's a very, very important yesod that the Arizal talks about. That's the yesod of kista dehayuta. Kista dehayuta means that after a person dies, lo'alina v'lo'alichem, so his neshama obviously goes up or goes down, depending on what type of person he was. And then he hopes that there's going to be tehiyat ha-metim. The Arizal says, tehiyat ha-metim cannot come from a body that is totally dead. It has to have a little spark, it has to have a little energy uh, of life in it. And from there, it, it can rejuvenate itself. It's like a, a, a battery of a car, lo'alenu. When the battery of the car, it dies... But there's still some energy inside. You just need to take the spark plugs and you need to, not the spark plugs, the, the cables, and you need to connect it and just reawaken the energy that's within. But it's, it's very possible you could have a car battery that lost all its energy, all the cables in the world are not going to help. That energy that remains in the dead body is called kestad hayuta. Kestad hayuta is a little spark of life. And from there when Mashiach comes, he's going to attach himself to that spark of life he knows exactly where it is, and from there, there's going to be Tehiyat Ha-Metim. So the Rav comes along and says that every single Jew, no matter how much he swayed from the Emet, and no matter how far he drifted from the truth, there's no such thing that a Jew could be totally lost. A Jew, no matter how far he went away from Yahadut, as Rabbi Nachman said, there's never Yehush. We never 
make, uh, uh, we never become desperate, we never become hopeless. A Jew can always find his way back. We never write off a Jew and say, well, this guy is at the point of no return. The point is, uh, he won't be able to come back, it's finished. Not so. Every Jew has that spark that can never be extinguished. I don't know if you remember the botai. In the old ovens, today everything became the technology and buttons and electric and all this stuff. By the olden days, remember you used to have the pilot light? You used to have an oven, and it used to be gas ovens in those days. And you used to have a pilot light, and that pilot light was always on. And then you would turn the gas, and the light would light up the different uh, uh, pilots on top of the range. But even though if you shut the gas, that pilot light was always on. Every Jew has that pilot light, which is called Kistad Hayuta. And it can be buried deep into the person's uh, soul that he can't see it, others won't be able to see it, but Boreolam says it's there. And it's very, very easy if somebody would come along and find it or motivate him, or one day something might happen to him, and all of a sudden he gets something and says, Well, I have to make the Shuvah. Where did it come from? The guy, he made a 180 overnight. That's the Kistad de Hayuta. And everybody goes through this, even the most religious people, by the way. We have ups and downs. We have ups and downs. We go through the Yamim Nuraim. Oh, the Yamim Nuraim is the highlight of the year. Yamim Nuraim are in the clouds. 30 days of Sidiqot of Elud. Then our city met the Shuvah. The whole day, Yoshana with Shofar. And then Kippur, fasting. And then the four days in between before Sukkot, the best days of the year, and then Sukkot, by the time you get to Shemini Atzeret, we're in the, in the Olamot, we're all the way upstairs in the highest levels. That is a, a great time of the year. But inevitably what happens, as we know, it's very hard to maintain these spiritual levels and to maintain all the commitments that we made during the high holidays. It's difficult to live on this high spiritual level. We have to land. You know, at the end of the Hagim, what do we say? At the end of the Amim Norim, we tell God, we have to return the spirit to you now. The spirit that we gained, now what happens? The Geshemiyut comes down now. Now we go back to work. And therefore, after the Hagim, uh, everybody goes back to themselves, and all of a sudden we start to get back into our old behaviors, we drift. And then we become maybe even upset about ourselves that we weren't able to keep the Madriga that we like. But we always have to know that a Jew can always come back. That even if he has temporary, temporary falls, the Vida Melech will say to us, Ki nafalti kamti. That even though I took a temporary fall, it's temporary. Kamti. Sadiq. The Sadiq falls seven times. Become. And therefore, as long as he knows that no matter what Avon he did, and no matter how many times he committed the same Avon, it doesn't matter. A person has to know God's mercy is endless. You see, a human being's mercy is, is limited. You know, listen, my patience is limited, as you know. I'll have patience if I'm sitting and somebody walks by me and steps on my toe. He says, excuse me, Rabbi. I say, okay, no problem. I need more help. Now, on the way back, he steps on my toe again. He's a pretty mahila rabbi. Now I tell him, okay, listen, any muhail, but you know, already this is the second time. Uh, now he does it again, that's it, you're finished. What means three times already, three times you stepped away, though. Bore Olam never gets uh, 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 nervous. We make a sin, hatati, mahalti. Bore doesn't say, uh, already mahalti again, hatati again, 
as long as it's genuine, that's what we say in the tefillah, that uh, uh, in selachlanu, selachlanu abruki hatanu, that you are hanun hamarbel islawa, hamarbel, marbel islawa. You don't be soleya once. You marbel, you keep on being soleya, be soleya, be soleya, marbel islawa. And everybody has to know that. We can come back. Oh, so what happened? Something amazing happened in the times of Hanukkah. Time of Hanukkah, put the menorah on the side. Now I'm going to tell you the real story of Hanukkah. The menorah is just a, is an action that we do to symbolize the main, the main theory. The main theory was like this. B'nai Israel started to drift to a very low place. They were falling. There was intermarriage. There was assimilation. Not by a small percentage. You know, we say in our community, we have a great community, we say, ah, maybe the intermarriage rate today in our community is less than 1%. Say, wow, Baruch Hashem, 99% Kahal Kadosh. In those days, it was 99.9% intermarriage. The Ramban says that outside of the Hashmonaim and those families, a small little uh, moment, it would have been over. Most of the people became Hellenists. They became Mityavnim. They joined the Greeks. See, the Greeks didn't want to kill us. The Greeks wanted to secularize us. They wanted to turn us into secular Jews. Don't confuse, please, gentlemen, do not confuse Purim with Hanukkah. Purim, Haman didn't want Jews in the world. He didn't care if your last name was, uh, was, was Goldberg. He don't care if you're religious, you're not religious. That's like Hitler. He just doesn't want Jews in the world. He doesn't want physical Jews. Yivanim didn't have nothing against Jews. We didn't have to change our names. Keep your name Goldberg. Keep your name Cohen. Keep your name uh, 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 Tawil. All the beautiful Jewish names that we have. Mansur even. But what? Just give us your, give us your Yehadut. Become a professor in Harvard. Secular Jew eating Nevelot uh, Trefot. Like all, all the Jews and uh, the, the professors in the colleges. That's what they wanted. Finished. We don't want to, don't even change your name. And don't even deny that you're Jewish. We'd rather you say that you're Jewish. We don't mind that you say you're Jewish. Adraba, as long as you have in your brain Greek uh, philosophy and ideology. Wow, so the Jews really went off. They went off the rails. Oh, so comes the Torah and says a big Hiddush over here. Kista de Hayuta. That Pakshemen that they found represents the Kista de Hayuta. That little Pakshem and God was sending a message to Klai Yisrael that there's still a little place that remains pure. There's a certain area that's untainted. There's a certain part of the Neshama of Klai Yisrael that Shemen Zayit Zach. It's the only Pach left in the world. It's a small Pach. But for this little Kistad Ayuta, you can rebuild the whole Klai Yisrael. The whole Klai Yisrael will come back from this. There's a Musar to this. And sure enough, the Hashemunim, when they saw it, they said, oh, this is a very, very uh, hopeful message that God is sending us. This little Pakshemin is saying, Klai Yisrael is not bereft. Klai Yisrael is not foregone. They're not forsaken. We built from this. And they went and they took the Pakshemin and they started to light the menorah. Before you know it, the Yevanim were gone. The Beit HaMikdash ultimately was rebuilt. But where did it start from? The Kistad Hayuta. It started from that little spark that the Hashemunayim were able to uncover and bring it forward. Rabotai, that year that it happened, the miracle, they were so happy, the rabbis. 
They said, what a kawah God did over here on Ahauka. God made tahiyatamitim. The nation mamash was going to be lost. Kim'atkat, a small moment, it would have been lost. And Bari Ulam resurrected the nation. And on Hanukkah, the first Hanukkah, they saw the energies that God put into the world with this little Pak Shemin. And they said, And they thought that this was a one-time event in history where Bori Ulam made tihiyatamitim on the nation. That's it, it happens once. <laughs> he said, This cannot happen every single year. So they said, Big miracle happened. Uh, uh, have some uh, potato latkes, spin a dreidel, and that's it. Next year, on the 25th of Kislev, you go to work. It's a regular day. All of a sudden, the Shana Acheret, the next year came, and all of a sudden, a few days before Hanukkah, the Mikubalim started to feel these energies coming back. They started to feel there was life. There was rejuvenation in the air. They started to feel the same feelings they felt on the first Hanukkah. The Shana Hayret, they said, wait, these energies are coming back. It's not a one-time event. The Shana Hayret, they started to realize that it seems that Bore Olam has earmarked the 25th of Kislev forever as a time to renew yourself, as a time to re-energize yourself, as a time to connect to the Kistad Hayuta, to that little Pakshemen, and say to God, even though I was sick spiritually, and even though I was depressed, and even though I was down, and even though I wasn't doing what I'm supposed to do, every Hanukkah, Bore Olam says, don't worry, here's a Pakshemen, go light yourself. Start lighting from the Pakshemen. And for this Pakshemen, it's going to last, it's going to bright up the whole Beit HaMikdash for eight days. You can come back. So therefore, the Shana Chedet, they made an announcement about Tai. You remember last year we told you it's a one-year holiday? Tainu, we made a mistake. It's not a one-year holiday. Every year the energies come back. Rabotai, do you feel the energies? Already I start to feel them now. Now already is the 23rd of Kislev today. Tomorrow's the 24th. Already we started to feel we energized. Already Bodham's giving us the strength to come and say, you can come back to me. Okay, especially this year with the pandemic. Everybody got into funny habits. Everybody got into different schedules. We were out of our normal uh, behavior. Bodham says, even though you fell now, I'm going to give you the kawah. The pakshemen is revealed to every single Jew. Everybody has a pakshemen in their heart. That pakshemen is, re- is found on the 25th of Kislev every year. And I, have, I saw remes for this. Look at this unbelievable remes. You know, the parasha that we read on Hanukkah is Naso. That's the parasha, Naso, the Nesi'im. At the end of parasha Naso, we say, Zot Hanukkah Mizbeach biyom himashach oto. This is the Hanukkah of the Mizbeach, Biyom Mashach Oto. Now wait. So over here, the reading on Hanukkah, we're talking about Hanukkah Mizbeach. Or like David Amelik referred to it as Hanukkah Tabayit. I think the explanation is like this, based on that Admor Mislonim. That the human being is a bayit. It's a bayit. There's different compartments in the body. There are different rooms. There are different limbs. There are different components. Every human being is like a bayit. And the Hiddush of the holiday of the menorah, the holiday that they call Haga Orot, is that we can make Hanukkah Tabayit, that you're able to rededicate the bayit. You can rededicate yourself. And that's what they did in the Beit HaMikdash. But what they did in the Beit HaMikdash, the Nerot are just a sign of the rededication. But the main thing is the Hanukkah. 
Hanukkah shows you that you can resurrect yourself. That you could take yourself from the Yamim Nuraim, and it took that 70 days from, the high, from, from Sukkot, and we started to drift. Comes Hanukkah, that's Hazkura Botai. Hanukkah, Hanukkah what? Hanukkah and you. You're the Bayit. You're the Bayit. You can come back. You can lift yourself. So therefore, the Pasuk comes along and says, Zot Hanukkah Tamizbeyah, Biyom Himashachoto. In the beginning, it says, This is the Hanukkah on the day that they consecrated it. Biyom, look a few pesukim later, in the same parashah, Mamash, three or four pesukim later. Zot Hanukkah Mizbeach, Aharehim Mashachoto. This is the Hanukkah Mizbeach, Aharehim, after they inaugurated it. Make up your mind. Is it Hanukkah Biyom on the day, or is it Hanukkah Aharehim? And the explanation is exactly like the Gemara said. The first year they thought, it's Biyom. Today there's Hanukkah, today there's rejuvenation, it's a once in a lifetime event. The Shana Aheret, they realized that Zot Hanukkah Tamizbeach, Aharehim Mashachoto. It's going to last Aharehim. It's going to last throughout the generations. And therefore, we're going to have every year this same rejuvenation and the same Simcha. And therefore, ultimately, the name of the Hag is correct. The name of the Hag is correct. It is Hanukkah. How does Hanukkah manifest itself? Yes, we found the Pachshemen, which shows us that you can rebuild yourself, that you can come back, that you can change your habits, that Borealm doesn't give up on you. But the key of the holiday is not to light menorah. That's the, that's the mitzvah, but what does it stand for? It stands for a larger principle. The menorah represents, yes, Hanukkah tabayit. Every bayit, every Jew can mechanech himself. Can re, can re, can re, like they say today in America, he can reinvent himself. Yeah, you can reinvent yourself. You can rebuild yourself. Oh, if that's the case, we also understand, we understand why the Yivanim, the Yivanim, one of the things that they took away from us, amongst others, was Rosh Chodesh. That's one of the mitzvot that they didn't want us to, now, I understand they took away Shabbat from us. Okay, Shabbat, I got it. Shabbat, Shabbat is the sign. O-T. So if you want to separate us from God, you take away the Shabbat. By the way, that indicates to me how important the Shabbat must be if that's what they took away. Always, oh, listen, you want to know what's important in Judaism. Don't ask a Jew. Ask a Goy. The Goyim know what we don't know about our religion. If they were taking away Shabbat, yes, yes, even, hey, what do you know about Shabbat that you wanted so much? Must be you know something about Shabbat. That is, oh, yeah, Shabbat, very important. We're not, we're not letting you keep the Shabbat. But the fact that they try to take it away from us, that's the biggest indication must be an item. But I understand why they took away Shabbat. Shabbat is the connection. They took away Brit Milah. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I have a problem with it, obviously, but I understand it. Brit Milah is Ot. It's a, it's, it's a covenant on our flesh. But you took away Rosh Chodesh. What do they want from Rosh Chodesh? What do they want from Rosh Chodesh? What, what happens on Rosh Chodesh? You take away Hatsi Halal. What would you take away from Rosh Chodesh? You wear a white shirt. What would you, what'd you take away from Rosh Chodesh? Explanation is because the Greeks, as we know, the, like all the Greeks, they count by the sun. Their calendar is according to the solar. Whereas the Jewish calendar is a lunar calendar. It goes according to the cycle of the moon. Now there's a, there's a lesson over here. Why do we count by the moon? 
the moon is inconsistent. It waxes and wanes. You know, in the beginning of the month, the moon is very small. It gets to the larger, it reaches its apex at the 15th of the month. That's when all the lunatics come out, the crazy people from the moon, the lunatics come out on the 15th. And then all of a sudden, the moon starts to shrink again. And Klai Yisrael is like the moon. In the sense, we have ups and downs. But ultimately, the moon never disappears. There's always something, there's always a little sliver of the moon over there. And therefore, like we said, Jews have the ability to be Therefore, to us, Rosh Chodesh represents not only the beginning of a month, but a hitchut in the person, that the person can become Hadash. Look at the moon. We thought the moon was gone. If you would ask the Australian, where'd the moon go? That's it, there's no more moon, never coming back. All of a sudden, Rosh Chodesh, here it is again. Here it is, it came back. And now he came back. He's going to come back to what it was. Full moon. Therefore, the Greeks, they couldn't accept that. They wanted to tell Klai Yisrael, there's no such thing. You don't, uh, uh, you're not like the moon. They have ups and downs. Once you go down, you, you're finished. So they will give it up. God, God does not go for his business over here. Therefore, become uh, uh, totally secularized. And therefore, they took away the Shodesh to break that morale, right? that spirit that tells us you could come back. That's why the miracle bedavka is what? Bedavka with a pachshemen. To say, no, you have it. Don't, don't believe them. Pachshemen is like that little hidush uh, lebana, that pachshemen. That's why, by the way, the Mepharshim say, on every Hanukkah, there'll have to be at least one Shabbat, because they try to take away Shabbat from us. On every Hanukkah, it's eight days, which is Keneged, Brit Milah, and every Hanukkah, there has to be a Rosh Chodesh. The Rosh Chodesh Tebet will always be on Hanukkah. You can't split it any other way. So therefore, why? Because we want to show. So Rosh Chodesh Tebet, by the way, Hanukkah is big Rosh Chodesh. That's already when Rosh Chodesh Tebet comes, we say, ah, this, they wanted to take it away. We're like the moon. Hey, we're here. We're here. We come back again. You're going to see. We had it down. We lost our, our level. We stopped going to the Bit Knesset. Our learning wasn't going so good. Today's a new day. By the way, God is a mehadesh betubo bechol yom tamid. The world is recreated every moment. To come along and say, forget about last moment. Let happened last moment. It's a different world. You ever see when they say it's a new world? We believe it. Every second is a new world. So therefore, there's no connection between what happened yesterday and today. Yesterday was a the olam acher. Now you created a new day. I'm starting from scratch. This is how the Jews believe. I but I I, I, I drifted very far. So you drifted. So what? The bechshemen, ain't it? So we, we commemorate the Pachshemen, so we light the menorah. The lighting of the menorah is to remind us of the Hanukkah, of the Hanukkah Tabayit, that we could we dedicate ourselves. Oh, if that's, if that's the case, uh, there's a, uh, there's a remez in, uh, in this chapter. Mizmor Shir Hanukkah. The first three letters of the chapter is Mem, Shin, Het. Mizmor, Shir, Hanukat. So I saw, wrote down, in the Sefer, Bet Abraham, he says, this is alluding to the three Mizvot that they took from us. Mizmor is a Mem, Keneged Milah. Shir, that's Keneged Shabbat. And Hanukkah is Keneged Chodesh. But you see, Hanukkah is connected Chodesh, because that's the main item of Hanukkah. 
Hanukkah, they went after Chodesh. They went after the Hitachuch of the Adam. They said, you can't be Hadesh yourself. You're off the derech already. Finish. You became assimilated. You're gone. God doesn't want you back. That's what the Goyim said. Finish. God has abandoned the Jewish people. The New Testament. The new people. God has uh, forsaken you. How do we, we come along and say, wait, we have Chodesh. Just like Bolam is Mechadesh to Levana, Bolam is Mechadesh Jewish people. There's Hanukkah to buy it. Oh. And we all know, obviously, that when a person reaches that level of Hitachut, that he knows he can come back, it brings him to Simha. There's nothing more depressing to think, that's it. I have no more hope. Then a person becomes despondent, the person becomes, you know, uh, uh, sad, and he becomes very, 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 very down and dark. But if a person knows you can come back, and Borelam will accept him, and Borelam will retrieve him from his, from his depths of lowliness, it brings some hot. That's why if you take the first letters, Mizmor, Shir, Hanukkah, Tabayit, Rashetevot, Simha. That's where the Simha comes from the time. Mizmor, Shir, Hanukkah, Tabayit, Rashetevot, Simha. What's the Simha? Of the Hanukkah Tabayit. You can mechanech yourself. You could rebuild yourself. Tell that to all your friends. Just because you're not religious today doesn't mean nothing. That was yesterday. Come, come back to the Bet Knesset. Come back to God. Return. And even your religious people. You're going through a lull. You're going through a bad, uh, you know, a bad uh, 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 period. Or a bad uh, 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 slump, as they call it in baseball. Slump. You're not, uh, able, you're not hitting the ball. You can't see the ball. Okay, all of a sudden you get out of it. Gestad Hayuta. Oh, if that's the case, if that's the case of Botai, we said, if you were making a holiday to celebrate rejuvenation, what month of the year would you do it? I, I'll tell you what, I, that's a rhetorical question because I know what I would answer. I'll tell you what month I would pick if you tell me. We need a month which symbolizes that you could come back, the Hayat HaMetib, and there's newness, and you could refresh yourself. The best day or month for that would be Chodesh Nisan. Chodesh Nisan. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Chodesh Nisan comes after the long winter, and the trees have no leaves on it, and there's no grass on the ground, and everything is just black and white, and there's no color, and there's, uh, there's no life. And all of a sudden comes Hodesh Nisan, and the spring comes out, the sun, all of a sudden you start to see Birkate Ilanot. So, where does blossom come from? There was nothing. There was nothing on the trees for six months, there was nothing. You couldn't get anything. All of a sudden you see the first leaf, the first blossom come out. We make a berakha on this. The berakha on Ilanot, that's Birkate Hayatamitim. And we come along and say, wow, look at, look at the world. The world is coming back to life again. All of a sudden, the oceans start to thaw out. You start to hear the flowing waters again. Now all the birds that went uh, 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 to Florida for the, uh, for the winter, they come back to Montreal, they come back to, to the... Also, you hear the birds chirping again. They, where were these birds for six months? Were they going to stay in the, in, in, in the freezing cold? They're smart. They have uh, wings. They fly. They have frequent flyer miles. They fly to Florida for, for, the, for, the, for the winter. They come back uh, after it's over. Also, you hear the birds chirping. The water's flowing. The green grass... Everything is starting to come back to its original self again. Mamash in Nisa. If you'd asked me when to make Hanukkah, I would have said about Hanukkah in Nisan. Now you tell me, how come we have holidays already in Nisan? So we have to put it somewhere else. No, it doesn't matter. We have to put it where it belongs. Well, if you think about it, 
That's not really the place. The real place to put it is not in a place where Hitachut is obvious. Nisan Hitachut is obvious. Of course, the spring, there's, there's rejuvenation. You have to show me that there's rejuvenation even in the dead of winter. You have to show me that a person's able even in the darkest time, even in the lowest time, even when you look around, you say, there's nothing here, there's no life. In, 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 in Nisan, everybody sees Hayut. That's obvious. But go in the middle of the winter where the nights are very, 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 very short. It gets dark very, very quickly. And nobody's in the streets. And it's, it's all, there's a lull. Over there to tell me there's life. No, there's no life there. That's why it says when they built the original Mishkan. The original Mishkan. When was the original Mishkan that Moshe Rabbeinu built? When was it finished? On the 25th day of Kislev. But Borei Olam said, no. This Mishkan we're not putting on the 25th of Kislev. Nisan. Nisan. But don't worry. We're going to pay Kislev back with a holiday. And what's the holiday that they gave it? Hanukkah, why? Because the lesson of Hanukkah is more suitable for Kislev time. Because that's a time of darkness. That's the time of the winter. That's the time where, where it's after the high holidays, where we're ready. It wore off already all the inspiration. already So we go into the dark nights and we do the mitzvah in the dark. We light a candle in the dark. They say, even in the dark times, there's a pachshemen. So therefore, there's no more suitable time for this principle of Hanukkah Tabayit. And therefore, we go back to our chapter. David Melech says, yes, Mizmor, Shir, Hanukkah, Tabayit. This is the chapter of the personal Hanukkah, of each person's Hanukkah Tabayit. That's why it says, Le David. Le David means Le David, Le Moshe, Le Abraham, Le Yitzhak, Le Yaakov. Everybody has a personal Hanukkah Tabayit. David was talking about his. I fell. I fell. Like everybody falls. He had the sin of Bacheva. I lie. David Melech also had his ups and downs. He said, I praise you, Hashem. You didn't let the Yetzirah get me. You brought me back up. You allowed me to come back. You gave me a refuah, not only refuah taguf, but you gave me refuah tanefesh. From the depths of sin. You gave me hayut. And therefore, all the hasidim sing to God. Because everybody's like David. If David could fall and come back, and Borei Olam says uh, that Borei Olam accepted David HaMelech's teshuvah. This, this is the story of teshuvah of David HaMelech. The Teshuvah of David HaMelech is accepted. And therefore, uh, the Pasuk comes along and says, Elech Hashem Ekra, I call out to God. And then we say that when a person makes Teshuvah, not only does the sins disappear, but the sins actually turn into mitzvot. Hafakta mispedi, you turn the misped of Avon lemahol, you turn it into a mitzvah. You brought me to Simcha. And therefore, this chapter over here is very appropriate for Hanukkah because it talks about the struggle of David in his personal life. When he went through the story of Bathsheba, not only Bathsheba, by the way, everything. Shaul HaMelech, Avshalom. David HaMelech went through a lot of different dark times in his life. But ultimately, all those dark times, they lifted him. That even during the times of the Litani, Baruch Hashem, I, I made my way back. He lifted me. 
And therefore, on Hanukkah, it's the happiest time of the year for Klai Yisrael. Because even at a time where we might feel rusty, we might feel uh, lackluster, we don't have the excitement and invigoration, don't worry, tomorrow night on the first night of Hanukkah, it's already Zot Hanukkah Mizbeach Acharei Masha'oto. That koach that was in the original Hanukkah is going to start to come tomorrow night. The Bortaig is start to feel it. And at that moment, you're going to come along and say, now I'm able to, 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 to rebuild myself. Rebuild what? Hanukkah Tabayit. Hanukkah Tabayit. Mansur. Hanukkah Abraham Kohen. Yitzhak Levi. Everybody can lift themselves up. Hanukkah Tabayit. And that's why the Botai, the Hanukkah is a very, very, very important time. The Hasidim say that the Hanukkah is like the end of the Yamim Nuraim. The end of the Yamim Nuraim, like for the last minute choppers that couldn't make Teshuvah on Noshanan Yom Kippur, they still have until Hanukkah. Explanation is because Hanukkah gives the person a, a chance. Even if you didn't wake up on Rosh Hashanah, even if you didn't wake up on Kippur, even if you were sleeping on Sukkot outside the Sukkot, even if you Hanukkah says, "Okay, we'll give you one last chance." Yes, Bachshemen, this come back. Hanukkah, we have a chance to rebuild ourselves. Hanukkah Tabayim is more than David, and therefore the chapter is very appropriate. David Amelik is talking about his personal downfalls, his personal travails, his personal challenges, because Hanukkah Tabayim is all about that—that that you can rebuild yourself even after, even after all the stuff happens, even after all the abedot. Person said, "When I was young, you don't know what I did, Rabbi." Hanukkah Tabayit, what do you mean? Whatever you did, what did you hear? You're still alive. You're still alive, you can fix it. Make the Hanukkah Tabayit. David Melech on his level, he had Bacheba, he had all the issues. Hanukkah Tabayit. The key is, that even at the time of Dalut Va'aniyut, spiritual Dalut Va'aniyut, Olam is there. This is a great, great chapter in the Tehilim. It's a chapter that motivates, it's a chapter that actually. Uh, 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 reminds us of the hope that we have. Uh, I remind you that the Baal Shem Tov said on the Pasuk, The simple explanation means that even if those that are in exile are, on the end, are, the end, are at the other ends of the world, Borelam will take all the exilees and bring them back to Eris Yisrael. Those that were pushed away, they're going to be all the way at the end of the world. But I will bring them back to this Israel. The Baal Shem Tov learned the Pasuk differently. There's some people that are Nidahim, not physically, geographically. Nidahim is spiritually the. The Shemaim is spiritual. They're at the Kseh Hashemaim. They just have a little Kseh Hashemaim. They just have a little Kseh Hashemaim, a little nothing left. The Shemaim doesn't belong to them. If the ones that are pushed away from you, don't worry. Misham From that Kseh Hashemaim, Borelam will bring you back. From the Kistad Hayuta, from the Pach Shemen. Misham From that little Kistad Hayuta, the Bikseh Hashemaim that everybody has inside of them, that little uh, 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 nucleus of spirituality that everybody has inside of them, Misham Therefore, we have to feel very good. As long as we're alive, as long as we have the, uh, uh, the Neshama inside of us, Elohai Neshama Shinatata Tehora. It's pure like the Shem and Zayat Zah. It cannot be tainted, it cannot be uh, uh, polluted. And then, 
Hanukkah then becomes a great optimism time, even in the dark. It's easy to be optimistic in Nisan, but the Hedush's Hanukkah is Nisan in Kislev. Kislev. The Ayat HaMetim in Nisan is easy. There's Birkati Ilanot in, 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 in Kislev now. They were able to, and where the Ilan? Adam is domain the Ilan. Man is, it's Adam, it's a Sadeh. Now we're, we're, we're celebrating Birkati Ilanot of the person, of the human being's resurrection and rejuvenation. I'll take this opportunity, Rabotai, to wish all our members a Hanukkah Samen. Now, at least we'll read this chapter. Mizmor, Shir, Hanukkah, the three mitzvot that they took away. Mizmor, Shir, Hanukkah, Tabai, Rashid, Devot, Simha. We'll start to see the man is a merchach chabot velo yedom. Adonai, Yedohai, Le'olam, Odeka. Zaku Baruch, Yom Tov. Okay, Rabotai, Yom Tov. Thank you, Rabotai. Uplifting. Yeah, absolutely. At the right time. Absolutely. We could all use it. We could always use these type of talks. The speaker definitely. Thank you. Thank you.